Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio's Food, Wine, and Travel Show with the International Food, Wine, and Travel Writers Association. Woo! They are known as IFTWA. It's a shorter name. And I encourage you to go to their website, ifwtwa.org. And every second Friday, we love to do this because we get to chat with travel writers about their recent adventures. And today we get to welcome back Joe Clark. She's a food wine, which she loves wine, a food wine and travel writer. And uh, last time she was on talking about Northern Florida. Today she's on the show talking about North Carolina, which is just the state above her. But um, as we know, every state in the United States uh, produces wine. But uh, she's going to take us on a North Carolina wine tasting adventure. And I encourage you to go to her website, Have Glass Will Travel. So welcome back, Joe. How are you? Oh, I'm great. How are you? Doing good. I love this that you went through North Carolina's wine country. And um, the picture behind me is the Appalachian Mountains. Um, it's yes. a view that's very familiar to us. And today we're recording from Durham, North Carolina. So, so how about that? Out. Yes, 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 yes. We love the North Carolina. We, well, we love South Carolina, too. So you're you're in the Myrtle Beach area? Yes. Myrtle Beach. Okay. Surfside, just below Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Not, and so not quite as much uh congestion down here. But it's not far for you to go wine tasting up in North Carolina. Not at all. I can be um I can be in Charlotte in about three and a half hours and scoot right on up the mountain and uh go to Yadkin Valley. That's where I was for this trip was in the Yadkin Valley AVA and uh, mostly in Surrey County. There's seven counties in that AVA, but I ended up staying pretty much in Surrey County. They okay. they had enough to keep us busy for four days and nights and, and I didn't touch them all <laughs> i need to go oh, you didn't get to drink it all the way well in your article you were talking about there's like a hundred wineries in north carolina that's pretty amazing yeah it is and there's four i think there are 44 in the yadkin valley wow wow so this so is the wine wines, so little time from <laughs> what i was reading a lot of these vineyard areas, there's some historic ones, right? But then there's some of these. There was a, a farm that you were talking about. And so it went from being a um, a tobacco farm to wine. Yeah, a lot of tobacco farms have scaled back or completely quit growing tobacco over the period of, well, my lifetime. I had uncles who grew tobacco in Virginia. And oh, wow. that's how they all made livings was growing tobacco. And most of those farms now grow other things. None of them grow grapes, which really is a disappointment to me. I lo- I'd like a winery <laughs> in the family, please. If yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You know, I, I agree. Um, So, I mean, it was so great to hear about North Carolina. And we travel a lot. We go to Asheville a lot. So, mm-hmm. Asheville's not that far then either. No, it isn't. No, you cut across the state and up that valley, and yeah, you can be in Asheville pretty quick too. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, for visitors that are going there, because it seems to be such a popular destination, you could make this into like a little road trip adventure, go do the Blue Ridge Mountains, Smoky Mountains, and include wine tasting. Definitely. You're going to need a couple of weeks to do that. I Just know, but that's okay. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Well, you know, it also sounded really fun. You you went to a lot of wineries. Um, there's a lot of nice backstories too, some historic ones, family ones, like you're saying, you know, so you better get your family listening so that they do, you know, yeah, um, yeah, really. have wineries. But the um, lodgings too sounded really cool that you were in the cabins and good Wait food. Wait till you see and- those pictures. Wait till you see those pictures. They have these gorgeous log cabins that are a century or more old because one of them is on one of the century farms in North Carolina. They have something called century farms. And that is a farm that's been owned for more than a century by the same family generation after generation. So um, it's just a whole lot of fun going and talking to the families that have grown other things and comparing those procedures to now growing grapes. Some of them started out just growing the grapes for other uh, winemakers and decided, well, what the heck? We got the grapes. Why not give it a try? And and some of them have very successful wineries now. Mm, Now, what would you say if you could give us kind of an overview of what wine is available in North Carolina? What kind of varieties? (laughs) Grapes. (laughs) they grow everything because you've got the high mountains, you've got the lower valleys. They, they plant Tremonette, they plant Chardonnay, they have uh, Merlot, Cabin, uh, Cab Sav. Um, It it is an amazing array. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a lot of the, the wines the, or the, the grapes and vines in Virginia and North Carolina, of course, came from Europe. And mm-hmm. when the blight hit and they lost all their rootstock, if it hadn't been for Virginia and North Carolina having their grapes, they wouldn't have any now because we gave back mm-hmm. their rootstock to get them going again. Wow, so, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. There's always these history. backstories. Yeah, there's always mm-hmm. these backstories. Is that part of why you're a wine writer for those backstories? Oh, yeah. I love the stories. I love hearing how people got started in this. And, you know, if I was 40 years younger and, and had this interest then and knew what I know now, I'd have a winery. I think it's a lot of hard work. And there's a lot more women in wine now, too. Um, there are. There are. Yeah. There's there's a lot in these um, in these spots that are either just women or a couple. So you have the husband mm-hmm. and wife together that have started the winery and are doing all the work. And so when you go to the wineries, are you able to meet any of the family behind it or you're mostly the people in the yeah. tasting room? Because some of them are smaller and some of them are. I know we went to a winery in Hickory <laughs> Creek. Yeah, they're. they're Everyone's a little different. Yeah. 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 A lot of times it's the same person. They were out there planting the grapes. They were the ones that were pruning and picking. They are the winemaker or the assistant and they're running the tasting room. So wow. yeah, when you go to a lot of these smaller wineries, 
you walk in and you're talking to the owner as soon as you walk in the door. That's um, amazing. That's or their children. A lot of times the um, it's already come down to children uh, or even grandchildren. Oh, wow. So we're getting uh, multi-generations yeah, involved. Yeah. So, at, you know, they were falls. stomping them, stomping yeah. the grapes as kids. No, I'm just kidding. I know we don't do that anymore, but, you know, sure for fun. Sure we do. Well, a great stomp events, but you know, <laughs> hey, it's really good for your it's feet. It's not all done by, by feet, but yeah, I but, know yeah, but, a, lot of the, a lot of the wineries have grape stomping events. Mm-hmm. And a lot of events. I think um, North Carolina as a whole is pretty good at festivals. They are. You know? Yeah. So that area seems like it has a lot. I want people to know that you have an article about this so people can. Check that out in the show notes. It'll be up on blendradioandtv.com. So all those links are there as well as following Joe and also uh, IFTWA, the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association. How long have you been a member of them? Um, a few years three, now. Three years Four now. Years. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Over three. three and a half, something like that. Yeah. And you're about to take a sea cruise with them. I am. We have a... a conference every year and it's scattered around the country last year it was in florida so it was a road trip and this year it is on the discovery princess so i'm flying into vancouver next week for three days of exploration and a day in surrey i've never been to surrey and we board then in vancouver and we're going to sail down to victoria and san francisco and in at Los Angeles, and then I've got three days there to see and do. That's awesome. The life of a travel writer. I know. It's a tough job, but somebody has to do it. I dig it. I dig it. I love it. And I love that you're having these different experiences because the first time we chatted with you, with IFTWA, you were in Northern Florida. You were on kayaks and paddle boards and all kinds of things. And now this time, hey, you're wine tasting across. But it seems that with this adventure, you did wine tasting, but there was some hiking involved, even on wineries. Some of the wineries had trails yeah. and things. So, oh, yeah. um, there was waterfalls. Um, so it was, it was, you, you balance out your adventure. Yep. There's an old grist mill up, uh, one of the creeks and you can get down behind the winery. You get to the creek and you can wade up or jump rocks, which is what I did and kept my feet dry. But I went up the creek. Without a paddle <laughs> and saw the old uh, grist mill that has been renovated. Now it's being uh, turned into a private home, but you can see it from the water and it's still, still pretty cool. I'd love to see inside. Oh man, that's awesome. So how many wineries do you think you did? I was looking at this list that you have. Um, let me go and go there. Um, so Yadkin Valley, everyone, AVA is, is the area, but you have Golden Road Winery, Grassy Creek Winery, Stony Knoll, Hayes Gray Vineyard, Linville Falls Winery, Roaring River Vineyards, Elkin Creek Vineyard, Shelton, uh, Shelton, um, Shelton, Jolo. Okay. Let's talk about Jolo. Jolo, Skull Camp. Yeah. I mean, uh, you've got all kinds, but this is a lot, um, to do in four days plus all the adventures. I know, and I discovered I can't do tastings at four in a day. I was really disappointed in myself. <laughs> well, no, because you don't want to. Yeah, there's, you know, four is enough. You well, know. most of them are pouring five to eight wines mm. and 
when they know you're a wine writer, they're generous. Yeah. So, you know, you, it's easy to overdo it because it's good. Yeah. And then you go eat a whole bunch. See, that's the hard thing too, is the, the food, because yeah. especially, I'm, I'm sorry, but the entire South is really good about food and portions and it's a dangerous thing. And then it's like, okay, let me just taste it. Let me just taste this. And then it's like, oh my gosh, I've done a lot of tasting and yeah. So yeah, what's the, the food like? adds up to two meals instead of just the one you would have had. Yeah. Um, I, I, a lot of times I travel with a buddy. And she and I try to get one or two appetizers each. Mm -hmm. And then we share back and forth so that we get to taste four mm -hmm. or five things, but we're not eating all five of them each. <laughs> and what happens? That helps. <laughs> Does it help? Did you stick to that or did you finish we the appetizer? <laughs> well, until you get to dessert and then it's like oh no i'm not sharing this this is way too good i mean oh where all. was the place you went for dessert there was dessert with a wine bar i was reading about that i'm like Ooh, oh yeah the, the uh, wisdom um, table Ooh, even that that name sounds good because i think you're wise if you get to have wine and dessert at the end of the day like that's yeah, the way everybody should do that yeah um wisdom table has a lot of the local wines, but they also have wines from all over. So mm. you can go in there and do tastings of all kinds of different wines, as well as having their um, desserts. So it's kind of a nice way to get a taste of the region and see what winery you want to go to as well. When you it go is. to places like that, you know. And a yep, sample this, is. sample that, and go, oh, you know what? I really like this. Let's go to the actual winery if you're short on time to do that. Right, right. And a lot of the wineries have food um, or a food truck on the weekends. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't go hungry, that's for sure. One one of the wineries, too, um, that I, I think was really interesting is um, dedicated to veterans. And was even, you're saying, was painted a gray color, haze you know, gray. kind of military. Yeah, that, hazy that's gray. That's the name um, of gray that you paint battleships is haze gray. He was a 30-year veteran, and he and his wife started the winery. Um, they have a cabin down in the vineyard, too. I didn't get to see that when someone was in it, but I stayed at two different vineyards in cabins that are in the vineyards. Nice. Um, but haze gray, they have one entire wall that has a huge propeller on it and has uh, framed pictures of people in uniform. And I said, are that are they all family members? And she said, not at all. They are also our customers. So when I go back, my dad and my late husband's picture, um, they're going with me so that they can be on that wall. Oh, nice. That's a really nice touch. Yeah. You know, because I think it's sometimes we have this disconnect about between the military and those who have served and civilian life. And, right. whatever, you know, we do a show, a Military Monday show every first Monday, and we're always trying to get the stories of our heroes so that yeah. people have that connection, not just 40,000 troops stormed here and did this, do that. You know, we need to have that personal connection, right. I think, to understand, you know, who's doing what and the sacrifices. Absolutely. And no. 
and there's life after the military. The ones that yes. put in uh, 30 years like he did, you know, 30 years is, is still a young man. Mm-hmm. So he came home and did something else. The other one, Grassy Creek, I wanted to touch on because um, you said they were the 23rd winery in the state and they're in a barn. We like barns. Like yeah, it's barn. an old, it's an old dairy barn and, and the winery's in a dairy barn. The tasting room is in a barn. Um, they have lots of barns on the property. Um, but they've got, uh, the Guernsey cattle, milk cows. And so one of the wines is a Guernsey red. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. That's funny. We used to live in Guernsey in the Channel really? Islands just for a very, very short time before, between when we were going from uh, South Africa to the States. And, um, they are beautiful, beautiful cows. I mean, yeah. you know, so that, that's really cool to, to know that they have Guernseys. So Jolo, we got to talk about this. It's not JLo, it's Jolo. So they got Jolo. your name. So you got your own Jolo glass now. I did. Have glass will travel. There you go. That's me. Have glass. But that's a big glass. It is. But I think that's how it should be. That's a nice big. You know, you don't have to fill it to the top, just halfway. That's one bottle, isn't it? (laughs) Well, no one's going to complain about that. You know, (laughs) it's a good one to share too. So you've got farms, you've got barns, you've got. Oh my gosh, military in there. And then, oh, what, Linville Falls, is that the one that had the grist mill? No, that's not. That nope. was a... Nope. Linville Falls has waterfalls nearby. Um, that's nice. And three generations. That's amazing to see. Mm-hmm. And, oh, the one with the river, Roaring River Vineyards. Roaring that's river the one with the mill. River. Man, um, I just love it that all, all of these, like a lot of them are family. Like water. Shelton. You said it's the largest family-owned estate vineyard. And they have Cabernet Lane. Yeah, yeah. They got, you know, in the country a lot of times you get to name your own road. So that's what they named it. Shelton, the two brothers that started Shelton are actually the ones who spearheaded getting that AVA designation, the Yadkin Valley AVA. Um, And that helps put a, a... a wine region on the map when you've got okay. an ABA and you can say that all the wines here are similar. The, the terrain is similar. So they're growing the same grapes. Um, and then what they do with them is totally different. And it makes it a destination for people, you know, it does. It does. The, I'm going to go wine tasting and then I'm going to go walk it off. I'm going to go, you know, hang out at a waterfall and, but there's a brewery too, Skullcamp Brewing that you went to as well. That's pretty cool that there's breweries in there and Oh yeah. 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 Listen breweries. Um and and I started out calling this my wine and shine trail. I thought I was gonna be hitting moonshine, moonshine. distilleries yeah. all the way through. It they are few and far between. I'm I'm from the mountains of Virginia. I mean, I can take you to some moonshine. Sure. But boy, they're hard to find in North Carolina. There, there were a couple, uh, but I had to drive out of my way to find them. This was mm-hmm. definitely wine and starting to have some breweries, mm-hmm. but 
it, Asheville it, has it, two trees, two trees distillery in Asheville, and they do a whole unique way of distilling. Um, so yeah, there's so there's a few, um, but I haven't been to I'm trying to think of other than two trees. Yeah, huh? Very interesting because this was Moonshine Land, and this is where NASCAR got started because of the bootleggers running the shine across the borders. Not, so not now, in yet, not in the not not. Well, they in went to wine. Yeah, because that's where I'm from is is Moonshine Country in Virginia, uh, Patrick mm-hmm. County, Franklin County, Martinsville, mm-hmm. Henry County. That's where NASCAR started was Henry County. You wow. know, the Martinsville Speedway. That's that's where that started. Um, and my great grandfather is rumored to have been involved in some capacity with a neighbor who happens to still make moonshine, although it is legal now, and has a distillery in Rocky Mount. So that's a whole nother story for you. I, rye whiskey, I can, rye I can whiskey. really get into some <laughs> I can really get into some moonshine up there. Uh, John Schlimm wrote a really good book called Moonshine and, and it was a history of moonshine. We did an inter- a couple interviews with him and his family owns the oldest brewery in Pennsylvania. Um, but anyway, he did a book on shine, moonshine, and um, he's got a really good recipe for s'mores and shine. Ooh. I know. You're going to have to share. I will. I'll send it to you. Um, but anyway, I find this fascinating. So you're going to, you have shine in, in your, your blood. And I so do. I think that kind of trickled into grapes and here you are traveling, you know, cause you know, shiners traveled too, or they had somebody oh, yeah. else shine, run it for them. So yeah, now you're running around one, one step ahead of the revenuers. Yeah, see, <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> it. No wonder you're getting on a cruise ship. Can't get me now. That's right. <laughs> and I, and I just came back from the Azores islands off, yeah. the, uh, off the coast of Portugal. Um, some really good wine. I had some great Ooh. wine there, and a wow. couple of really nice ports. Ooh, yeah, which well, of course. came home in in my boot. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it. So North Carolina, I love. So you've really got like the lodging. I love that you can stay at the vineyards as well. I'm glad that yeah, they have breweries. Yeah, it's pretty cool to sit out on the porch in a rocking chair with your glass of wine and right where it's from out across the vineyard. And one of the wineries you say were in, uh, you have views of the Blue Ridge Mountains too. Oh, Most of them you do because they're in the mountains. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So you've got your wine from where it is, and do they have picnic spots if you're not staying there? Where they do. Oh, nice. They all nice. almost all of them have tables and chairs outside. Um, they have. Um, places where you can bring your own food or you can buy food. Um, Grassy Creek has uh, a lot of local uh, um, foods, cheeses and breads that, that they just kind of compile in the refrigerator and the, and the counter. And, you know, you can just kind of browse and get your own picnic materials and oh, I like that. wine and you're all set. I want to go. We're not far. We're in Durham, Raleigh, yeah, Durham. That's, that's right straight across the state. Ah, you know, not bad, not bad. I think we may have to do a little detour at some point and start doing North Carolina wines because you you really don't hear as much about North Carolina wines. You know what I mean? 
Well, yeah, you know, because this, this country has very similar, like Stacey Wittig, um, from IFTWA as well. Uh-huh. Uh, she is on in the September show talking about New Mexico wines, which has some of the oldest, you know, vineyard stock, grape stock that we have in this country. And it, you don't hear as much as, you know, Napa and, you know, certain wines. Yeah, they get so all the hype, links. but, you know, we're, in Virginia, we were making wine 200 years before there was a California. Yeah, see, I think, and I'm not knocking California at all because we love their wines too. And Arizona has amazing wine. Texas oh, has do. some good wine. I have had some great Arizona wines. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, you know, I need to go back. And I think it's been in a while. Well, yeah, <laughs> meet you there in November. All right, we're going to be there in November. Uh, so, yeah. I'll be in Hawaii in November. Oh, well, that's really sad. Well, I'm glad you're going to Hawaii. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. But I think this is important what you're doing. And that's kind of a role, I think, with travel writers and even doing the show with IFTWA is to get people to see other wines in other states that they may not have thought of going as a wine tasting thing. Right. You know, especially when people like you're saying, the brothers getting to work. To create an AVA means, hey, we're serious about this. It's not just, here's our little hobby wine farm, you know, which yep. a lot start that way. And I, I respect hobby wine. Listen, if I could take a barrel everywhere we went, that would be happy. But it's about, hey, we're serious about this. And it takes so much effort and money. It's a money pit. Is a, You need to drink more wine if you're doing it. But um, to shed light on these areas that don't get as much hype like you're saying i hate to say that word but it's true it's it's like here everybody just goes to the same place they're kind of neglected people don't hear about them don't read about them Mm. and you know sometimes i think more for me Uh, well yeah i mean even wisconsin has wine you know i can't support them so somebody else has to go besides me yeah exactly um and we all need to support the wineries if we like wine, you know, go That's do true. it. And, and I also think it's important to go besides what we have in grocery stores, you know, the big box wineries and stuff like that. I'm not going against them. I'm just saying it's really nice to go to the actual place or share your wine with someone that you love and care about and send them a bottle of wine. And hopefully they'll go, "Ooh, this is amazing. Now I'm going to have to go too." Yeah. You know, so that's awesome. So Canada's next for you. Um, I hear that they have wine up there too. So I don't I've think heard you'll that be. Rumor. Yeah, I've heard that I'm rumor. That... I, you know, I have to see for myself. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be following you on social media. So, um, tell everybody. So have glass, we'll travel. Um, that's on, <laughs> that is, on Facebook. That have glass, we'll travel dot com is the main website. And then you've got Facebook. You're on Instagram. Instagram. Um, I'm Jogos everywhere. Almost. She does. Right. But you better have wine. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, you've just been to Portugal. You went to the Azores, and then you're going to Hawaii, Canada, going down to California on a cruise. Um, not bad. Hawaii's next. You're pretty, yeah. you're, you're, you've had a busy year. What did you start off with this year? Uh, I knew you were going to ask me that. I wrote down everywhere I've been this year because I, I saw this one coming. <laughs> he knows um, us. Florida, St. Augustine, New Smyrna Beach, Delray Beach. I spent uh, a wonderful week in LaGrange, Georgia. 
Did you know that they have one of the top 10 biblical history centers in the United States? No, I did not. According to USA Today. Amazing. Hmm. Um, I have been to Charlotte, New York City, uh, the Blue Ridge Mountains, both in North Carolina and Virginia, uh, the Azores, uh, next week, Canada and Hawaii. Um, working on an article about um, the three R's, Radford, Roanoke and Rocky Mount. <laughs> oh, OK, good. OK, that's good. That's good. Wow, so this is a busy good year. I love it. Yes, Dan. Now, is being part of IFTWA helped in regards to getting these trips set up and working with the visitor bureaus and, and I think things like being that? in IFTWA is always helpful. Um, you make connections. Uh, you have people that say you should be writing for them or you need to contact them. Um, and through, um, other organizations that I'm uh, a part of, I have made other contacts to get these FAM trips, uh, press trips. Mm-hmm. Um, and for I've listeners in a traveler, this is, this is how it works. It's, you know, I, I, it's not a pleasure cruise, but we do have fun doing our jobs. But we are working with visitor bureaus so that they can, FAM tours are like really quick. I mean, four days for what you did was a lot, right? You did a ton in those four days, yet you know you could have been there for two weeks and still not seen everything. But these are trips where accredited journalists get to go, experience things, and then bring us all back the information. And that's so cool. And I love following IFTWA on social media because I'm like, I'm going to, I'll take, pour myself a glass of wine and just look at social media IFTWA, hashtag IFWTWA. And I'm like, I just went around the world. How about you? (laughs) I need another <laughs> refill. <laughs> you, True. You know, but that's how it works. And, um, you know, the industry years ago wouldn't even accept bloggers. And Iftwa was one of the ones who started really understanding the power of bloggers, you know. And I think that is also really good. And, and networking together. And, and the networking um, is fantastic. Yeah. And so, you know, that's how travel writer tra- travel writing has so changed beyond the big, you know, the big glossy kind of this is, and, and now you can be more personable, like it never, you know, it's changed. It's, I think yeah. it's better. Yeah, you know? I think so. And the time that I've been in it, um, yeah. now this, uh, the, the North Carolina wine trail was not a press trip. This is something I put together. I did the research mm-hmm. I got online and figured out what was in an area and what we wanted to see. And mm-hmm. I, I emailed everybody and made those contacts and put it together. Everybody yeah, and you can. And that's it. A lot of travel writers will do it. But then having, you know, published articles, accreditation, that's a big word, accreditation. Ooh, it I is. did it too. I did it. I did it. <laughs> but I think that all helps, you know. So that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. But I did not know that North Carolina had a hundred wineries and here I, you know, we've been to North Carolina and, and spent time here. I'd say at least two to three months out of every year for the last three years. Wow. See, you are. And it took that, you. Girl. Well, it's okay. Cause you, you know, we've been doing, bre- if you, if you saw my belly, you'd see that I've been doing some breweries. You haven't <laughs> missed a lot, huh? But, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, but, um, 
honestly, that's, but that's the power of what you're doing. And I think that's beautiful to let people know. I just did not know. I, and we actually have been to a North Carolina winery. And, um, so it's, it's, it just, I did not know there was a hundred wineries. I had no clue. So, yeah. and now I'm going to have to do some detours and that's great. So thank you so much for that, Joe. You're welcome. So, Everyone, her article again is in the show notes. And of course, keep up with her at haveglassfulltravel.com. And if you are in the food, wine, and travel writing world, or if you're on the other side, the industry side, uh, go to ifwtwa.org. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great should... weekend. Cheers. <laughs> Here it is. Somewhere. Cheers. <laughs>